Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth my mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like eagles. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually and continuously be in my mouth. God has done too much for me and mine for me not to offer up praise. He is due what is due unto him Every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month, and every year. As long as I have breath in my body, I will bless the Lord. So good morning, wives who wore. I pray that you all are blessed and that you are ready for your midweek in the word. Your, your words of refreshing, refueling. Um, and reignition. I, I'm ex I'm looking forward to my batteries being recharged on today by none other than our very own waiting while you wait, right, uh, Serena? <laughs> um, hey, girl. <laughs> Good morning. You cute this morning, Mama. Hi. You cute. You cute. Um, I'm a. Uh, I'm going to relinquish the floor. It's all you go. Do what God told you to do.
Mama, unmute yourself, please. It's okay. Did y'all miss the whole prayer? <laughs> I made you run it all Run it all the way back. The Lord, we invite you in, is what we did. We invited the Holy Spirit in to speak to our hearts, to speak to our minds, and to allow us to take a new perspective when it comes to his word and knowing and believing like it's already done. So Holy Spirit, I thank you for already going before us. And I thank you for already preparing the hearts of your people, your children, your daughters, Lord God. And I thank you for illuminating the word on today. In Jesus' name. Again, I am Serena and I'm just here because I get the word for myself. The Holy Spirit has been encouraging me this week to just believe as if it's already happened like it's already done how many of us know what it's like to believe like it's already done a lot easier said than done but today our scripture is going to come from mark chapter 11 and we're going to read verses 24 through 26 but i'm gonna read 22 to 24 and then i'm gonna work with 25 and 26 so go ahead on and pull them up. Check it out because it's good for you to be able to read the word for yourself as well. Don't just take my word that this is what Mark 11, 22 and 24 is saying. Look for yourself, sis. So the word of God tells us. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whoever say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things he says will be done, will he will have whatever he says. Verse 24, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive and then you will have them. Again, it says, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you've received them and you will have them. God's word is true. We have to believe that we have received it. One of the most important things is we must be in the mindset that it's already done. I know I've been praying. I know you've been praying. I know we've been believing God for some things and it has tarried with coming to pass. But can you just for a moment, Take whatever that thing is that you've been asking and believing God for and see it as if it's already transpired. See the body healed. See the marriage restored. See the business started. See the healthy mindset. See the wayward child already back home in their right mind, repented unto God. See these things as if they already are. I know they're out there in the streets. I know that you're unemployed. I know that the doctor's report wasn't good, but can you just for one moment take God's word and the authority that he has in his word that he's given us in Mark eleven twenty two 22 and 20 through 24. And he says, therefore I say to you, whatever things that you ask when you pray, believe that you have received them and you will have them. It's simple, have faith in God. 
we cannot allow any doubt to remain in our hearts. I know it don't look like it should. I know everything is saying that it's the opposite of what we're expecting. But God's word is true. It's powerful. And it has the authority to change a thing. So are you willing to believe what you're feeling in your emotions? Or are you going to stand on the power and authority of God's word? So ask yourself again, what does it look like to have faith in God without doubting? What does it look like to have faith in God with no doubts about the husband lining up, about the children lining up, about the health getting restored? Nothing. The ministry taking off, the businesses prospering. You can't have any doubt. I know you don't have the finances to start the business. I know the vision is way bigger than what you can even possibly imagine. But do you have faith in God that if you ask and you believe and you don't doubt that it shall come to pass? Because his word is true. It's powerful. So a little bit of revelation times. Did you know that God's word obeys him at all times? That's good news, ladies. God's word obeys him at all times. Also, God's words become what he sent it out to do. Hey, his word is sent out to do what he has sent it out to do. Get yourself some scriptures. Get yourself some word hidden in your heart, buckled under your belt, so that when the trials of life come, you can recall the words of God and operate in a place of security in authority of his word so that you can douse out any doubt. We cannot allow doubt to remain even for a second. It will eat you up. Our job and our only job is to have faith. Again, our job is to have faith in the God that we serve, knowing that his power and his authority will not come back void. God has commanded it, you guys, and it must obey so long as we don't have doubt in our hearts. We're the ones stopping the blessing. Hey, Lord, help us. Are you stopping your blessing? Are you stopping your prayer from being answered because you're walking around talking about, I'm believing God for this. I know God gonna bless me with that. But in your secret time says you over here doubting. The enemy filling you up with a whole bunch of lies and discouragement and you listening to it instead of putting the word on it. Time to do a doubt radar check for your own heart. Check your doubt radars, ladies. Are you doubting the very thing that God has told you he will do? Are you? Have God told you that you're going to be healed? Have God told you that you're going to be restored? Have God told you that you're going to be a number one author of multiple books? Believe it. Have God, whatever it is that he's told you, believe it. Check your radars. Make sure there's no doubt. 
And when you pray, believe that when you prayed, you already received what it was that you was praying. The moment that you prayed, not God is going to answer. God already answered. I prayed some prayers a few years ago. That's already answered. I prayed some prayers that when I was 11 and 12 years old, when I first got saved, I know those prayers are answered. I know those prayers are still, even those that have not yet come to, to pass, because I've sold up some prayers for the future. Anybody else in here, prayer warrior? Because I don't just pray for the day. I pray for years and generations down the line. I got some prayers stored up. Anybody else got some prayers stored up that you know that even when you fail to exist in the earth realm, your prayers will still be being answered because God's word is true. The authority is in his word. And if you can hide it in your heart and if you can pray it back to him and if you can believe that it is so, then it shall be because there's authority in his word. You guys, I have been trying to get this thing. And I tell you, it's like a, a teeter-totter. One day I'm up, one day I'm down. One day I'm up, one day I'm down. One day I take two steps forward, one day I take a step back. Y'all, it's a constant battle. The enemy wants to surround us and overwhelm us with doubt when it comes to the security and the authority of God's word. He knows that his word is true and he knows that if we can believe it, then it shall be. And he knows that the authority, that if we could just ask God a thing, and if we can believe him for that thing, and no doubt, and it can come to pass, y'all, we can shake the earth. We can shake the earth ground for the kingdom of God. How about that? Not just for us personally, not just for our own personal gain, but how about we use these scriptures and impact the kingdom of God by saving some souls? By calling some people out of darkness, by causing those dry, dead bones to come alive again. Because God said in his word, we just read that he says, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things that he says will be done, he will have whatever he says, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you have received them and you will have them. Ladies, believe that you have what it is you're believing God for. Believe that you have what it is that God has spoken to you already. Even if you don't see any of the fruits of the manifestation, dare to believe without doubting because we serve a God who created all of heaven and earth. He spoke a thing into existence and it was so. And so he has given us the same authority. Ladies, we have to learn to use it. We have to learn to use the authority given to us. So the decree has been given in God's word. And God's word will not return void to him. It will not return void to him. In Isaiah 55 and 11, it says, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the things that I, in which I sent it. Let me read that again. Isaiah 55 and 11. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. 
it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I have sent it. His word was sent here in Mark 11, 22 through 26, you guys, to you and to me to tell us that if we could say to this mountain, say to that storm, be still. We can say illness, you got to leave. Strife, you can't stay in my home. Confusion, you can't stay here. If you can speak and believe and no doubting in your heart, he says that we can have him. This is his word. His word is alive, is active, and is living. So no matter how impossible the request may be, believe God for the impossible. Don't let your prayers be hindered. Don't let your prayers be hindered. Ladies, now we're going into verses 25 and 26. These are just as equally as important as the previous three scriptures, because without these scriptures, we can't even move forward. So again, do not let your prayers be hindered. You will have to forgive. Mark 11, 25, and 26. Come on. It's tight, but it's right. 25 says, and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Ladies, forgive every offense is nothing nothing worth holding on to i know it hurts but vengeance belongs to god do not allow hurt pain disappointment rejection any of it to, to linger find it in your heart to forgive and ladies, if you're having a problem with forgiving, because forgiving is not easy for everybody, it is a consistent, intentional decision that you have to learn to do. It is a consistent, intentional action that you will have to take and make every day, every time that offense, every time that memory come back up. It's something that you will have to say, Lord, I'm willing to forgive again and again and again. Oh, I thought I forgave already. I forgave them for that. Oh, until you see them. Then the moment you see them, you got that ah in your heart. You got that, uh, what? No, you haven't forgiven. But let me help you out. God can help you. The Holy Spirit is our helper. And all you have to do is say, Holy Spirit, I'm having some problems. I thought that maybe I had dealt with that. I thought that maybe I had forgiven X, Y, and Z, but Lord, maybe I haven't. And I don't want to go to hell. And I want my sins forgiven. I don't want no none of my trespasses and none of my transgressions being held against me. So Lord, please help me to forgive. We need our prayers answered. We want our prayers answered. They will not be answered, ladies, if you have any unforgiveness in your heart. You have to un undo that stuff. Undo the hardness. So again, vengeance belongs to God. 
and ask the Holy Spirit, who's our helper for help if you are having problems with forgiving? Forgiving is a command from God, so he has given us the authority to forgive. We must forgive in order to be forgiven. So again, believe and speak out loud what it is that you're believing God for. You want to thank God in advance for your prayers already being answered. Thank you, Lord. I'm praying a prayer today. That may not, I don't have any grandchildren, but I'm praying and I have prayed prayers to cover my grandchildren. And I thank him in advance before they ever enter into the earth realm that they're going to be born healthy, that they're going to be saved and sanctified and living for the kingdom of God. I pray these prayers ahead of time because I know that because he said in his word that if I could pray it and ask for it and believe it and not doubt it, that it should be. Then I'm storing up a whole bunch of kingdom workers for the kingdom of God that's coming from my, my bloodline. I'm claiming everybody. Even those that don't come from me, because the word says that I got the authority, I got the power. So ladies, take the authority that God has given you in his word and use his word to bring him glory and to bring joy unto yourself and unto those around you. So again, thank God in advance for your prayers already being answered. God has given us the authority to declare and to decree a thing and it shall be so. Get to declaring and decreeing a thing. Get to declaring and decreeing a thing. So speak to those things using your authority. Faith causes us to move, to do, and to act. Let me repeat that. Faith causes us to move, to do, and to act. To act upon what it is that we're believing God for. So use your authority in your voice. You're going to speak to your health, speak to your marriage, speak to your wayward child, speak to any giants that are in your life. We're not letting the giant speak to us. We're not letting the enemy whisper in our ear. We're not letting Serena speak to herself and discourage herself. We're not allowing ourselves to overrule what the word of God is saying. Sometimes, ladies, it's not even the enemy, it's us. Because we in our own head, we knocking out the possibility of an answered prayer because we're doubting it as we're speaking it. I'm going to pray this, but I don't know. That child way too far gone for me. I'm just going to, Lord, pray for him. Is that your attitude or is no? I got the authority and the power to change a thing. God said that I could decree and declare and I'm changing it because my child coming out. My child going to live a righteous life. My child is going to walk and live a holy, righteous life. Are you declaring the word of God over your stuff? Or are you operating from a place of, well, maybe. He can. I know God is sovereign and he's all powerful, but maybe he just won't do it for me. Well, sis, guess what? Maybe he won't. But I'm here to tell you today that if you're just crazy enough to believe him, that he's able and trust his word has the authority and the power that he has given us and that we have seen manifested in it. And we can take hold of the revelation that anything that we ask for, so long as we don't doubt 
and we believe in our hearts that it is so, that it will be so. So faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. And when you begin to believe, you will begin to act. When you begin to believe is when you will begin to act. You believe you have businesses inside of you, books inside of you, start writing. You believe the child, the wayward child is coming home, go make that room and, and, and clean that room up for that child. Make a place for that child. Make a home safe for that child. You believe that God is restoring the husband and bringing him back home. Make sure that you keep his side of the bed clean. Make sure you keep a couple of drawers empty. Make sure you got a space for him in the closet for when he come and bring his clothes back. Because if you've already prayed these things and you believe in God for these things, then your actions should reflect what your faith is saying. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Your actions should speak louder or just as loud as your faith, period. Folks should be able to see your faith without you saying a thing. Without a word. Again, faith without works is dead. So action against doubt produces faith. Action against doubt produces faith. Speak it over and over and over until you believe it. It's not easy. Some things you're going to have to keep telling yourself, you know what, Lord, I know it don't look like it is, but I trust you because you said, you're not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. Lord, I know that you said that the plans for me you have are good, and they're to prosper me. They're for a hope in the future. Lord, I remember that you told me that all things work together for my good, according to those who love you. And Lord, I love you. Again, this goes back to hiding the word in your heart so you can combat the enemy when he comes in with the spirit of deceit and, and deception and discouragement. How are you fighting? So again, Jesus has given us permission and the power of God's grace to do it. Says you have the power and God's grace to speak that thing into existence. Don't look at the storm. Look at the promise keeper. Let's look at Peter for a moment. Peter didn't hold on to the promise. Jesus said, come. And because Peter looked at his circumstances, he began to seek. Peter began to sink when he began to doubt. Peter lost sight of the power and the authority of God's word. Have you lost sight of the power of the authority of God's word? I've been guilty. Because sometimes in circumstances and these real life and be life in. And sometimes life just make you feel like it. But sis, don't give up. Don't take your eyes off the prize. Don't take your eyes off the savior. Don't take your eyes off of the promise. The promise maker is a promise keeper and he's faithful. So ask God to help your unbelief. Every time it comes in, anytime it arrives, 
You you feel like you may not quite believe. And if you even sitting in a situation, this is what the Holy Spirit has had me this week. It's like, Serena, are you believing? Because I want to move for you, but I need you to get this, that I need this revelation to take completely, complete revelation. This rhema word has to hit that you're going to have to know that if you speak a thing, it is so. And you're going to believe that it is that you, you've already received what it is you're praying for. When we could do that, have anybody, put it in the, in the chats, have anybody believed God for a thing and it came to pass? I know I ain't the only one. I don't care how long it tarried. I believe God for some things and it's come to pass. Now go back to that moment and think about what it was and what feeling that you have. And when you went to praying for it, before you it was manifested, when you started to pray for it and you knew that it could happen, something inside of you said, oh, I got this. Oh, it's going to happen. Oh, yeah, God is going to bless me. Oh, yeah, this is going to get back to that place. Try and stay there because that's where we want to be when it comes to the impossible because God says what is impossible with man is possible with me. There's nothing impossible for our God. Nothing. Nothing. Glory be unto God. So if there's nothing impossible, what is it that you're asking him for that hasn't transpired? And why hasn't it transpired? One, you want to make sure, again, that you don't have any unforgiveness in your heart. One, two, you want to move upon your faith. Your faith should cause you to move. So ladies, let's get rid of any unbelief. God gives us his word. And it comes with power to receive and to do it. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to remember God's word is living and active. It's powerful and it carries the authority to change a thing. The same God that spoke the earth into existence is the same God that gives us the power to speak a thing and it be so. So long as we can believe it. I'm closing. When the enemy comes in and he tries to discourage you, ladies, get yourself some scriptures that will remind you of God's promises. You're going to have to do the work yourself. No one can do this for you. You're going to have to dig in the word. You're going to have to spend time reading the word. You're going to have to spend time meditating on the word. The word comes alive the more you read it. The word must be mixed with your faith. The word must be mixed with your faith. And this is it. Remember, we need to move, do, and act. Move when and how God tells you to. And if he says not to move, don't move. Do the very last thing that God told you to do. If you don't hear him speaking, still stay still and do the very last thing that God told you to do. Don't move until he tells you something else. And then lastly, you need to act. Act as if your prayers has already been answered and it shall be so. Lord, we bless you. We thank you for your word today. We thank you for reminding us 
of the power and the authority that is given to us in your word. Lord God, I ask that you would allow each and every one of us to take hold of this word and that a rhema word will be manifested through it, Lord God, for each one of us right where we're at concerning the things that we're believing you for, the things that we are desiring from you. So, Lord God, I thank you that every time we've come to you and we have prayed, Lord God, that we thought that maybe we had faith, Lord, I ask that you would have mercy upon us. Forgive us, Lord God, for our unbelief. Any unbelief that we may have had, even in a prayer that we thought that we were praying in sincerity, Lord God, have mercy on us if we've doubted. Have mercy on us if we've walked into your presence with unforgiveness in our heart. Lord, help us to forgive those that has trespassed against us and forgive us, Lord God, for all the things that we've done to hurt you and others. Lord God, I ask that you would continue to grow us closer to you, continue to keep us close in your bosom, Lord God, teaching us your word, teaching us the authority that we have and allow us to operate in it, not just merely to live and to hear the word, but to be doers of the word. So Lord, go with us, protect us, keep us. And I thank you, Lord God, for reminding us today that the prayers that we have asked, the things that we have put our petitions before you already, Lord God, I thank you in advance that they're already done, that you are a God that is sovereign, a God that is merciful, a God that is a blessed God, a God that desires and takes pleasure in answering your children. So we thank you today for answered prayers. We thank you for the confidence and the reassurance that we have the power and the authority to decree and declare a thing to be so. And it will be. So thank you for your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Listen, you, uh, you hit on some things that like hit hard for me. That binding and the loosing and the decreeing and the, 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 the declaring. Um, and when you started talking about our children, um, you took me back to November the 4th. Yeah. Um, you took me back to November the 4th um, where uh, we gathered um, and we bombarded heaven on the behalf of our children. And if y'all don't know, I have just pulled out my Apostle Stephen Gardner book and I have turned to page 25. Listen, our children are the links to our future. Through them, our values, morals, and lifestyles will continue impacting generations, even those yet to be born, Serena. <laughs> it's concerned about the generations and holds our sons and daughters in high regard with so much being at stake as it relates to our sons and daughters. We need to pray for them without ceasing, woman of God. May immeasurable fervor, clarity, and accuracy be released through your prayers on the behalf of your children. You've got to believe what it is you are asking God for through your prayers because your prayers carry weight. Come on. Your prayers carry weight in the earth and in the heaven because God is giving you the liberty to decree and declare a thing. So on this morning, in this next 10 minutes, we getting ready to decree and declare over our children. We're getting ready to pronounce the blessing of the Lord over our children. Listen, 
I'm in page 20, I'm on page 25 of the Apostle Stephen A. Gardner prayers that strengthen marriages and families. Y'all know this is my go-to because when you align yourself with a man or woman of God who understands what it is to uh, go tap into uh, places and spaces that are trying to steal, kill, and destroy our children, you got to align yourself with the word of God. Lord, you declared through the wicked, though the wicked join forces, they shall not go unpunished, but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. I claim deliverance for my seed in Jesus' name, which is Proverbs 11 and 21. I decree that angels encamp around our children and angelic activity increases on their behalf, Psalms 34 and 7. And when you pray, you got to pray the word, not your word. Come on. The word of God, because it's the word of God through you that has the power. Your words don't mean nothing unless it's the word of God. Combined with your faith and your belief. She just told you. So we decree that angels encamp around our children and angelic activity increases in on their behalf. Every plot to cause their demise is overthrown and every crafty device programmed against their safety is rendered ineffective in the name of Jesus. We proclaim divine protection over our children and decree that they dwell under the shadow of the almighty God. We decree that you are a wall around our seed and fire in their midst in Jesus name. Lord, we ask you to strive with those who strive with our children and fight against those that fight against them. You are our children's shield and their buckler. Father, thank you for accurate people in their lives, on uh, in the lives of our children. Every wolf in sheep's clothing is driven from their yeah. presence. We renounce every strategy of Satan against our seed designed to forge ungodly soul ties in Jesus' name. We decree that our seed possesses wisdom, for wisdom is the principal thing to make calculated decisions regarding their friends in Jesus' name. We bind demons of Delilah assigned against our sons and demons of Casanovas assigned against our daughters in Jesus' name. We decree all advocates of evil and wickedness assigned against our children are neutralized and impotent in their assignments against our seed in Jesus' name. We decree the God-ordained relationships for our children will not be aborted. The God-ordained relationships for our children will not be aborted, but come into full fruition. Father, release elevated desire in our seeds to serve and follow after you. We proclaim passionate pursuit for Christ manifesting in the lives of our children. We decree the gift of divine hunger operating in our seed for God and his word come to manifestation now in Jesus name. We decree that our children are awakened to the realities of Christ and the convicting power of your love and presence is overwhelming them now in Jesus name. We speak open heavens 
and open vision over our seeds. We decree that through their kingdom of God, they shall be extended and established. Father, cause your ways to be known to our children and cause your name to be manifest against every enemy assigned against their walk with you. I decree, I declare and decree academic excellence over our children, for every child that is in school, for every child that shall be entering into school, we declare academic excellence over our children. Every negative word spoken against them to hinder their academic exploits falls to the ground in Jesus' name. God, we decree and declare that they shall have favor with their teachers and they shall have favor with their classmates in Jesus' name. We decree that our children increase in learning and in, and in knowledge. Every obstruction to our children's academic accomplishments is overcome in the name of Jesus. We declare that our sons and our daughters have a love and zeal for knowledge. And we decree that they excel and rise to greater degrees in education in Jesus' name. And God, we decree and declare that our children shall prosper and are in health as their souls are prospering in Jesus' name. We renounce every work of infirmity assigned against our seeds and we claim healing in their minds, healing in their bodies, healing, Lord God, from any and all disorders in Jesus' name. God, our children shall live and not die, declares the word of the Lord. Listen, you gotta pray God's word and you gotta pray believing, like Serena said on this morning, that it has already come to pass. Not that it's getting ready to, but that God has already done it. That's what you said, woman of God. And you got to pray as if it's your last opportunity. We, we, we want a pity pat in, the, in, you know, in prayer. Oh, God, I believe that you're going to do it. We got, I'm just going to wait on you to do it. No, God has given you the power and the authority to pull down vain imaginations that would try to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. God has given you the power to tread up on serpents. God has given you what you need. He said, the violent take it, uh, the word of God says that uh, the violent take it by force, right? Yes. Y'all gotta get violent. Violent. It by force. Take what, Denise? Take your children off the street. Take your children out of homosexuality. Take your children out of gang banging. Take your children out of um, dis disorder, not being honorable unto you. You have the ability to take them out of it through your prayers. I know what God told me concerning my sons. And I'm holding him accountable for it. Come on. I'm reminding him of what he told me. Nope. You don't get to go back on that promise, God. You are the promise maker and you are the promise keeper. And that's what you promised me. So I ain't no going back. And it, it, you don't, it's not like Indian givers. God is not an Indian giver. He's he not an Indian giver. 
So y'all gotta understand that you have the power and the authority to decree and declare a thing as long as it is the word of God. Let the word do the work. Yeah. You just say the word. Let the word do the work. Pray it with power and authority and let the word do the work. Oh, ye of little faith. Girl, you got me stirred up this morning. Listen. Oh, glory to God. It's the Holy Spirit. You, you gotta believe it like it's already done. Already done. You know what he shared with me yesterday, just last night? The Holy Spirit said, when he gave us the command to pray without ceasing, take it as if you were given a command to breathe without ceasing. We are given a command to live, to be in the earth realm. It is a silent command, unspoken, to breathe without ceasing. Yes. You don't have to think about breathing. Nope. You don't take breaks in between breathing. So no. to pray without ceasing would be to pray all day in conversation in and out of what you're actually doing and performing throughout the day with yes. your heavenly father. Yes. So we have to develop a habit of praying without ceasing yes. and realizing that we don't have to be on our knees to pray. We don't have to be in a, a secluded area to pray. You no. could be wherever you at yeah. praying. You yeah. can be in the meeting and still be praying to yes. the Heavenly Father. So yes. we just need to be able to take that authority with us and to be able to hold Everywhere on to it. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, which takes me back to yesterday, right? If the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. Oh my goodness, that was so good. You cannot, you cannot go without him. He's inside of you. So you're literally praying to the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you. Asking the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. I got up this morning. I put my socks on my feet and I sat down on my bench um, and I said, oh, hold on. Let me get my blessed oil. Let me anoint my feet. And as I anointed my feet, I literally was like, God, I want to be your hands and your feet today. Yes. yes. Use me. And take me into places and spaces that you need me to be in. Not for me, but for your glory. Whew. Yeah. Driving down the street. God, I thank you. I thank you for my neighbors. God, I thank you that these children that are walking to school, God, are protected. That yes. you have no hurt, harm, or danger to come nigh yes. Going into the store, God, uh, protect me from danger seen and unseen as I'm walking in the store. God, keep my mm -hmm. head on a swivel that I not miss nothing as I'm going about my day. Sitting in a meeting, Lord, bring revelation and understanding in this meeting. Listen, everywhere wow. you go. Everywhere. It don't have to be long and drawn out. God, give me the words to say in this meeting. Latanya, as I'm working over a client doing hair, God, anoint and bless my hands that even as I part this part, come on, I'm parting something in her spirit, Lord God. That's right. Yeah, my seat. God, yeah. as I'm washing, as I'm massaging, God, let me be washing away the sins on this individual. God, let me be washing away the hurt and the pain and the unforgiveness. Listen, when you learn how to operate in your space, 
with the word. Man, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Take me where you need me and not where I want to be. Yes, 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 Latanya. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. I don't want to be I'm sorry. When we, that's real good. We want God to take us where he need us and not where we want to be. But we have to remember that we, that's going to cause us to be submissive to our own spirit, that we're going to have to surrender our desire every moment. Lord, he says, turn left and you want to go straight because where you're going is right across the street. You better turn left. He says, no, stop and talk. And you know, Lord, I don't want to talk to this person because they're going to be here for the next 30, 45 minutes. Says you better stop and talk. <laughs> you don't know, know whose life you're saving. That is it. So my That's husband it. is, y'all know, Lonnie is an avid gym junkie, right? He goes to the gym every day. And he used to work out with this individual who said, oh my God, I just don't have time to talk to them today. And he literally would say to this person, it's, it's been some while now, but he would say, you just don't know what they're going through. You just don't know, right? And we don't know what people are going through. Do you know that your hello, that your smile, that your good morning could literally save somebody's life? I know we're busy, but take time for God's people. Reminder to me, I got ready to walk out of Walmart the other day and the, the little clerk was with somebody. So I was going to bypass him. And he said, ma'am, as soon as I got past him, he's like, ma'am, can I check your receipt? And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. That was just me checking myself. Take time out for God's people. We don't know what people are going through. Every day on my job, my coworkers are losing their parents. I have sent out more bereavement flowers this year than any year that I've ever worked for Kaiser Permanente. Take time for God's people. You just don't know. That's good, Latanya. Somebody is waiting on the oil on you, the oil that you carry. The oil that you carry can cause someone to slip out of darkness. Come on. Oh, my God. That's powerful. And slip into his marvelous light. Yes, Lord. Yes. Which is why you got to protect your anointing. You can't take your oil everywhere. And you can't let everybody have it. No. Some people come and take it and they taking it not for the good. They taking it because they don't want you to do no good. Right. They oil robbers. Oil robbers. So y'all know, uh, so back in Louisiana, um, my mom, let me just, let me just let me share it this way. My mother's parents have land there. My mother is the baby of 11. 
and they have acres, hundreds of acres in um, Louisiana. And we just were having a conversation with my mom the other day. And we were like, mom, why haven't you guys sold it? Because you're like the last living sibling. And then my uncles and aunties have, you know, multiple children. So when it comes down to trying to divide it, it might be, you know, a quarter of an acre for everybody or less than that. Right. And um, she says, well, we didn't sell it because they were drilling for oil. And I said, okay, are they still drilling for oil? Well, yes, we're in negotiations. Sometimes those individuals come to drill for your oil. They disguise themselves as friends, come on. family, girlfriends, boyfriends, not, not meaning that's you, you dating, but your male friend, they disguise themselves as things that look good to us in the natural, but literally are just drilling for our oil. What can I get from them? Because I know that they connect it to the one that can give me everything that I need. Protect your oil, protect your anointing, because there are oil robbers, stealers, looking to devour what God has given you. He gave everyone a talent. Everyone, God has given something to everyone. What you do with it, Come on. It's on you. Get up off the floor, Miss Wanda, and just do what God has anointed you to do. 2024, and I literally told my son yesterday, I was telling my son that 2024, let me, let me see if I can find it. Because it's going to segue, and I'm, I'm going, I know we get caught up in the after conversation. But I said to him yesterday, this is the season to be debt free in Jesus' name. Yes. 2024 is the season of new beginnings. I'm walking in new doors. Come I'm on. in debt free. I'm walking in godly relationships. I'm walking in righteousness. I'm walking in wholeness. I'm walking in forgiveness. This is the season of new beginnings. What didn't look good in 2023, 2022, 2021, 2020, 2019, Twenty twenty four is your year of new beginnings. And then, as I was, I don't even think I rested well last night. I, I, I was as I was laying on my pillow. I heard the Lord said to me, "Not only is this the year of new beginnings, but it's the year of pressing towards the mark." 
forgetting those things which are behind because they can't go into the new. They can't go into the new. So you got to forget those, Serena, you got to forget those things that are behind. Yes. Yes. And you got to press into the new, the new season of living life as God has commanded us to live. We are accountable to every word spoken to us in this season. Yes, Lord. If you didn't know, now you know, and guess what? You're accountable for it. You can no longer give the excuse of, well, I didn't know. The devil is a liar. You do know. 2024 is about to look real different. I decree and declare that my marriage will be the best that in 2024, my marriage will be, look and be the best it's been in 20. As we enter into our 20th year in the year of 2024, it will look new. Come on. Starting today. today will look new. Starting today. Starting not today. month. Today, because we got power and authority to speak a thing and to decree a thing to be so now, not next week, not no. next year, no. now. That's the preparation. Somebody wrote preparation. In, oh, in preparation. That was Latanya said she wrote in preparation earlier. Be in preparation. Don't wait till it gets here. You got to begin now. To operate as if it's already here. Yes. The problem is we wait to January and we're too late. Prepare now for what's already happening in the new season. If you wait, it's, it's too late. Start the preparation now. Preparing for what? For the promises of God. Because he said they're yes and amen. Hmm. Glory, glory. Let me see. 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 Uh, mm, is it in here? Denise, can you show the ladies the book that you got so that they can equip themselves with that prayer book as well? Can you hold it up to the screen so yeah, they can? Let see? me turn off my um, virtual background. I, that book, you guys, have been a lifesaver for me. Ms. Denise introduced me to it over a year ago, and it has gotten me through some things. Get this book for yourself. Give it to all your girlfriends. Anybody you know that got kids, got a husband, got won't want a husband, anybody. Everybody should be having this book and using it regularly for prayers. I will post the link in um, the group. Um, this is one of my go to this one and um, Apostle John Eckhart. Yeah. Um, and uh, Eckhart can be you it be heard on on your on your phone It's on YouTube or it's on um, um, Grace um, you can use it on YouTube or you can download it on one of the audible apps. Yes, yes. Um, uh, uh, to it, I was on page 25. So the children's prayers. So there's a whole um, table of content. Um, the prayers for our children are on page 25. Um, 
There's for there's prayers for binding and loosing marriages, proclamations for your family, prayers for renouncing poverty, prayers for marital victory, prayers for marital alignment in Christ. All the prayers we need to live a full, healthy, God-like marriage. We need marital alignment. Um, when we were at on the on the at the event on November the fourth, Elder Dacia, Minister Dacia, my God sister said, we need to um, stop having two visions because it's division. <laughs> I remember. I, I remember. That's so good. We got to stop having two visions because it's division. And we need to submit one to another and have one vision because God says that they now become two, now become one. And our vision can no longer be division. It has to be unity. Not telling you that you can't want something, but the vision for your house cannot be two different visions. My prayer is that my husband understands who I am in the spirit realm and supports me in that. That supports my gift, supports what God has called me to do, but that does not take away from the vision from my household. That's good. That's where we err even before we marry. I'll Help tell us. myself. Help us. We err in the fact that when choosing a mate, because we still get to choose whether we say yes or say no, right? We got to choose mates that understand kingdom. We got to choose mates that understand who you are in the spirit realm, meaning they operate in spiritual things, not in not just in worldly things. They understand how to undergird you in the word of God. They understand how to cover you through the word of God. Many of us erred when we said yes not understanding the totality of who we were in him. Wow. wow. So now out. we pray that God would open their eyes to see who he has called us to be. Likewise, I'm praying God open my eyes so that I can see who Lonnie has you've called him to be in the spirit realm as well. It, that thing works both ways. Gotta do it. He will give you both revelation about who he's called y'all to be because he's blessed the marriage. And because he's blessed it, he wants it to be fruitful in the things of him. 
Okay, Serena, you want to tell the ladies about next week Wednesday? Yes, they <laughs> right here. And I'm trying to move. Yes, ladies. Next week we're gonna do things a little different. We're gonna try and invite you guys in so that we can have a group roundtable discussion. Um, it'll look like um, this pretty much, but with Zoom. So I want you ladies to get your questions ready um, this week when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you in your private time. If there's anything that may come up um, that's a nugget of wisdom or maybe something that you even may be kind of like struggling with that we can share from our own experience with each other. And because we overcome not only by the blood of the lamb, but by the words of our testimony. So next week, I want to try and just see if we can just sit down and talk because I mentor a few women in the Wise Who War community. And every time I have a conversation with these women, we have excellent conversations. And the conversations and the topics that come up, I'm sure we all could benefit from. They're not personal um, to the degree that we can't share on a social media platform. But it's encouraging because iron sharpens iron. And if I'm going through something or if I've dealt with something or if I've overcome something, then I can share it with you and you can have some enlightenment on how to overcome those things as well. So next week, we're going to have a roundtable wisdom discussion. Um, I'm inviting all of you in. We will be visible on camera. So I'm asking that you will make a commitment unto the Lord um, to get up early, um, to be consistent and to be committed to being available. Um, we don't know who's going to see this after we've recorded it and years down the line, somebody will be blessed by what it is that the Holy Spirit brings to us. So we will have our time um, of discussion and allow the Holy Spirit to give us nuggets of wisdom. So let me say this because I, I hear in my spirit somebody say, Ooh, uh -uh, I'm about to be talking and it's going to be recorded. I'm not streaming live to any group. We are going to record it um, because we may need to go back and document the date that God did it. Come on. Um, so please know that it will be recorded, but we will not be streaming. You absolutely must be in the Zoom room to be a part of this conversation. So I'm asking you as the founder of Wives Who War um, to show up next week, Wednesday, because the conversation won't be all that it can be if you're not in the room. Right. We need you in the room. To me, this is um, Wednesday is going to be straight talk for wives. I used to do these all the time before COVID. We would meet up at a coffee shop, shut the coffee shop down, and we would just have a straight talk conversation. I literally had wives signing waivers because what's shared in the room stays in the room. Absolutely. Um, and somebody got to hold somebody's arms up. Come on. I might be weak. And Antoinette might be strong, so she gets to hold my arms up this week. Next week, it could be she's weak. Heck, and I'm still weak. So Latanya got to hold both of our arms up. Come right? on. Come on. Um, and then it could be that we good now. I will be sending a reminder on Tuesday. Um, I'm going to post it along with the link 
to the Zoom room. It'll be set up as an event. The link will be there. The flyer will be there. Um, I just need y'all to be in the room. And um, we will get back to doing these on a Saturday morning. We used to do them at Saturday morning from like 10 to noon. Not all day. We would just come. Um, and yes, Wanda, we are better together. Listen, we are better together. Patricia said they just made 37 years. I'm just getting ready to walk into 20. I know what I've been through and what God has brought us and delivered us from. I can only imagine Come on. what 37 years of marriage looks like, yet they're still here. I can glean from her experiences. Others have been married less. Some have been married more. <laughs> so it's that that you never call me back for. I was like, this girl still talking to her mama five hours later. Um, <laughs> um, so listen, come bring your wisdom nuggets to the table. Let's just pour our wisdom out on the table and then I can pick up, oh, I need that. I could pick up that piece. Ooh, the time you did what? Oh, I need that, right? Ooh, Lisa, okay. I, I need that piece of what you, I need that. I can learn from every one of y'all. Chew to me, spit out the bones of what my mama used to tell me. Some stuff you'll be able to use, some stuff you won't. Chew the meat and spit out the bones. But you can learn something from every wife in this space. Come, bring your nuggets. And let's just chat it up. Let's just have some straight talk. Um, yeah. All right. So next week, Wednesday. 5.30 a.m. There's a meeting in the ladies' room. Hey, I like that. <laughs> in the ladies' room, and we're going to do some straight talking. So I love y'all. I love the God in y'all. I love your, um, uh, your willingness to continue to, you know, ride to the wheels fall off. And I'm excited about 2024 and all that God has already done that he has yet to reveal to us because we've just not gotten there. But remember, he's gone before us. Yes. We just haven't gotten to the space that has already been done for us. We walk into 2024, God is already down the road, making provision, opening doors, saying our names in spaces that we've yet to walk into healing bodies, delivering children and, and, and husbands, restoring um, broken marriages, uh, healing and delivering people from cancer, sickness and disease. That, that's not our portion. Our right. portion is wholeness. Wholeness of mind, wholeness of body wholeness of character. That's my portion. Sickness is not my portion. Unforgiveness is not my portion. 
I want all the portions that God has for me in their entirety. All of them. <laughs> I want all my coins and I want all of them. So I look forward to seeing y'all um, Monday and on Wednesday for Straight Talk for Wives, our wisdom um, moments and nuggets. <sighs> okay. Love y'all. Have a great one. Be blessed, ladies. <laughs>